This episode of the Dear America podcast is brought to you by Minutemen Coffee Company. Listen, there's a lot of coffee companies out there, but this is the company that I support because they are pro-Constitution. Minutemen Coffee started supporting us because they believe in the message of the Dear America podcast. Let me tell you a little bit. They're founded by a first responder and Route 91 massacre survivor. Minuteman Coffee exists to support our first responders, our constitutional sheriffs, and our veteran and military servicemen and women throughout the country, including the National Fallen Firefighter Foundation. Listen, guys, there's a lot of advertisers out there. There's very few with the guts to stick with us so we can bring you the truth every single day they're roasted right here in america so go to minutemencoffee.com and subscribe use the promo code graham at checkout for 15 percent off your first order support the companies that support us that's minutemencoffee.com promo code graham All right, what up, what up, what up? What's going on, America? Um, yeah. I got to, I had to buy a Red Bull first thing this morning. Oh, boy. Yeah, and it wasn't by choice. It was uh, It was a forced Red Bull, and I, and I have a story to tell you guys as you're listening today that has absolutely nothing to do with anything except it's a story. Nice. So uh, every morning I get up around 6 6.15, I take my pre-workout, and I go to the gym. Without getting too graphic, uh, my body is on such a routine that by the time I get to the gym, I have to use the restroom. This isn't funny. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you can use your imagination there. If you're a coffee drinker, times that by about 27. Come on. And that's pre-workout, okay? <laughs> uh, so I have, like, a routine. Every morning I get to the gym, first thing I do is I clock in with my little key tag and I take an immediate right to the restroom. All right. So I get there and they got three stalls in my gym, three stalls, three urinals. I was in need of one of the stalls. So in retrospect, I should have known immediately something was wrong because there was one guy in the three stalls, but he was in the middle stall mm -hmm. and no rational man, unless you're a serial killer picks the middle stall, all right? Because right. every man either wants one person to the left or to the right of them, and that's it. As if it's going to change what they can hear if you're in the middle or if you're on the side. Right. Anyway, so I walk in. I'm thinking, oh, good. I guess maybe I wasn't thinking clearly because it was one of those kind of moments. And uh, I see the three stalls, and I see the guy in the middle, and I go, okay, I'm going left. I'm going left. And I open up the door, mm -hmm. and it looked like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh god! There. It was, it was, it was not good. <laughs> it was, it was horrible, oh, actually. And I thought, I, you know, it was the inside of the toilet that looked bad. And I was like, oh god, you know, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not doing that. And uh, so I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna go to the third stall. Mm -hmm. So I, I push open the third stall, and it looked like a CSI crime scene. 
had happened. If they had blacklit that stall, there is uh. no telling. <laughs> there is no telling what happened. But it was toilet paper everywhere in there. And so now I have the choice between do I go in the the just the the brown toilet with no toilet paper, Ugh. or do I go to the full toilet full of toilet paper and just chance either one of them may not flush, which was the main issue because right. I knew that again, I'm not trying to get graphic, but it was about to go down. Okay. <laughs> it was about to go down. And uh <laughs> what are you playing? <laughs> awesome powers. <laughs> yeah, that's what it sounded like. Look, it sounds like Yeah, okay. All right. Who does number two work for? Anyway. Let it out, buddy. So the Red Bull. How did I get to the Red Bull? So there was no, there was no just sucking it up and working out anyway. Like it it was at the point of no return. And there's a QT about half a mile down the road. So here I am. It's like 630, 640 in the morning. I I immediately leave the gym and I felt bad because there's like three people with 912 shirts on in there. They saw me come in. And they immediately saw me leave. Uh-huh. And I go to the QT and I do what I have to do. Okay. And thank God, because I did not think I was going to make it. But then I come out and then I have this guilt on me because mm-hmm. you're not supposed to use the bathrooms unless you buy something. <laughs> right. And so I felt bad because the people were staring at me and they saw me walk in there. And then I just like, well, I guess I'll just grab this Red Bull. <laughs> right. And so I end up buying a Red Bull at 640 in the morning looking like an addict. Right. <laughs> and then I go right back to the gym and I have a Red Bull sitting in my truck this morning uh, from my experience. So you're welcome. That's pretty funny. You're welcome, America. That 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 is as real as it gets. That <laughs> happened this morning we have a really big show yeah. <laughs> to talk about a lot of things uh but now you know how my bowels work and you're uh <laughs> you're welcome you're welcome in advance uh before we get into the serious stuff uh you know i was a little bit of a nerd oh first of all i did watch halloween kills oh yeah. i told you guys that i was gonna watch it amazing yeah uh, i've seen some people crapping on it and everybody's got a crap on stuff it was awesome just shut up mm. uh i am upset that jamie lee curtis came out and said that you know it represented january 6th uh in the movie For the love. <laughs> I, I hate it so much Ugh. jamie lee curtis just shut up and act please laurie strode is all i want to know you by right. just be quiet anyway the whole purpose of this movie is, you know, Michael Myers survives the fire from the last movie. Mm, and, and, uh, dude, he kills like 32 people. He kills an entire active NFL roster, like worth of people <laughs> in this movie. It, it was the highest death count yeah. I've ever seen. So if you're a horror movie fan, you should go see this film anyway. But the whole premise is like the town's tired of it. Right. And they're going to like fight back. And then, you know, there's this scene in there where apparently there's another because it's the same night as the other movie. It's the same night. Right. And there's another, you know, he escapes from the mental hospital and apparently there's another escapee and they all think that's him. And then they cause the escapee to like jump out of a building or whatever. And apparently that is the, you know, that represents January 6th, mm, I guess. Deep. I don't know. Um, but... Uh, Michael Myers was awesome, uh, as per usual, as per huge. 
Yeah. Um, and it was very good. And I will get over my nerdism now. Uh, but it leads me to the next topic. So DC Fandome happened on Saturday. Jake is not a superhero movie guy. Correct. So he could care less. But I was waiting on the new Batman trailer. Which, by the it way, did look pretty cool. That's a cool trailer, man, for sure. I'm so pumped about the Batman thing. But Flies what, through the fire. Yes, yeah. man. But what, no, the best part, if you haven't seen it, there's this scene where it's like a hallway and it's pitch black, and all you see is like people shooting the bullets mm -hmm. and like him like taking them out. Anyway, okay, I'm done. All right, but what I did not like is you know they saved that trailer for the end, so you had to watch all the other garbage that came out. And you know uh, last week. It took it around the world that John Kent, the son of Superman and Lois, uh, is bisexual. Nice. And so he would have a boyfriend moving forward. But that's not the only thing they did. All right. You know, <laughs> I, you know I was expecting that. You know, it was only a matter of time. Uh, I can't wait. Uh, they've already made Robin gay, I'm pretty sure, for Batman. <laughs> so, you know, I can only imagine... How, you know, until Batman and Robin have like a thing, you know, in sure. the comics. Why not? But what bothered me the most is, you know, everybody was up in arms because they're like, they made Superman gay. No, they made his son gay. Okay. They made his son gay. <laughs> and, 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 Hold up. and there was a part of me that was like, ah, all right. Well, at least they didn't mess up Superman, right. but nay, they had to mess it up. So I saw this live when they did it. All right. So Superman has always said truth, justice, and the American way. That has been Superman's like motto, right? That's right. But now, uh, because we live in a better society, I guess, <laughs> um, you know, uh, they decided to change Superman's motto. Superman's motto will now be truth, justice, and a better tomorrow, which is 100% about the LGBTQ community. That's what it is, all right? And let's see, there's a statement by the person in here. Uh, all right, hold on. On Saturday, virtual fan, evolving from the well-known thing. Uh, go down, go down, go down, go down. It's a weird article. Superman's mission statement, truth, justice, and a better tomorrow. Basically, it's saying... Uh, to better reflect the storylines. There it is, yes, yes. To better reflect the storylines that we're telling across D.C., that's why they changed it. Well, you know, they got John Kent being gay. Robin's now gay. So there you go. Apparently, yeah. the American way no longer means a better tomorrow mm -hmm. or better opportunities for uh, people. The land of opportunity. Uh, that's it, too offensive. Well, I have a really uh, I have an issue with the fact that it's Superman. Yeah. Like, how do you know if super his, them? Yeah. That's what it should be. Super they. Super they. <laughs> super they. Look, man, can we not just leave stuff alone? What's wrong with truth, justice, and the American way? It's I'm just asking an honest question at this point. What? What is? What is wrong with that? I mean, just you know, it it didn't say truth, justice only for white people. Right. <laughs> only for the white straight man. White. Straight cis male. That's not what it said. That's what apparently a lot of people read when mm -hmm. they see truth, justice, in the American way. Truth, justice, cis, white, male. That's what they see. Mm -hmm. uh, and he should only help people of color also. Yes. And yeah, yeah, because <laughs> the white people brought it upon themselves and right. they need to pay for all the sins that they've done uh, across the, uh, the universe. <sighs> Goodness. I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, you know, somebody brought up the fact they're like uh, in in Trump's America, Superman 
would have been considered an illegal alien. <laughs> and nobody, nobody would have wanted him around. <laughs> well, if he wasn't a citizen, technically, he was an alien. Yeah. No, no, you know what? You know what they should have done? They should have done an episode where Superman went through the process and had to take the test, and he had to go through like 187 million pencils because he kept uh-huh. breaking them uh, to take the test to become a citizen. That's what they should have done, but no. <laughs> truth, justice, and a better better tomorrow. I can't even say it. Man. Over truth, justice, in the American way. They've ruined Superman. So First, you make his son gay, and now you ruin, make Superman anti-American. You already took Captain America away. Right. Captain America hates America. Captain fascist. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, we got a lot of stuff. We got we haven't even talked about any any of the real stuff. One link down. Yeah, one link down. But I'm just in that kind of mood today. So go along with me, people. You've learned about my bowels. There you and go. And now Superman's family unit. You've learned all about it. Let's you, go, Brandon. You know what the, <laughs> You know what this means? You know they got that new show, Superman and Lois. You probably don't know. You don't pay attention Mm-mm. to it. Anyway, th- John Kent's in that show. So watch. They're gonna make him they're gonna make him gay in the show now you can't and again this is not being anti-lgbtq2a plus whatever it is right uh this is just about like back in the day they didn't want you showing sex scenes on tv right you remember those days Mm -hmm. yeah where that was like that's just something you didn't do right you just didn't do it because it's not wholesome tv per se um now you can't watch a single show nothing without somebody being in transition or uh a homosexual relationship or just anything like and and it's the constant push to sexualize kids why it's a comic first of all it's a comic book Mm -hmm. and a lot of people a lot of you comic nerds will read well they're graphic novels and not all of them are for children children are getting their hands on the comic book okay it's a comic book shut up yeah it's a comic book right i'm a 34 year old man it's a comic book and i like superhero stuff it's a comic book uh kids are reading this stuff you know i just don't understand it okay moving on you know what we need to talk about? We need to talk about our title sponsor, talk about some meat. meat. That's what we need to talk about. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we again have set a record for uh, first-time advertisers for Good Ranchers. So thank you guys very much yeah, for that. Thank you. Look, Good Ranchers is an amazing company. Uh, I've had so many people write me and say that they just got their first box and they're not disappointed. A lot of people with all the supply shortages going on, a lot of the things you're eating in the grocery store, if you can find meat in the grocery store, mm-hmm. is 80% of it's from China. And somebody wrote me from Australia. Someone literally wrote me and said, I'm from Australia. Uh, we provide a lot of meat to America. Literally, like it's crazy. Anyway, Hmm. Good Ranchers came in and saved this podcast. This podcast was on the brink of going bankrupt Mm -hmm. because Facebook shut us down when we ran for Congress. So what you need to do right now is go get 100% made in America, 100% American ranched meat 
right this second by going to GoodRanchers.com slash Graham to buy now. They're already 50%, half the price of other boxes like Butcher Box, etc. So if you go to GoodRanchers.com slash Graham today and you subscribe, you can save an additional 20% off each box of mouth-watering meats. Subscribing brings the cost down to less than $5 a meal. Plus, right now, get an additional $20 off in free express shipping if you go to GoodRanchers.com slash Graham or use code G-R-A-H-A-M at checkout. That's $20 off and free express shipping. GoodRanchers.com slash Graham. Know where your meat comes from. Support the companies that support us. Go to GoodRanchers.com slash Graham now. All right, I guess we can finally get into the show. <laughs> Let's do it. Now, um, all right, first up, uh, Biden has a scary dementia moment where he starts yelling at people, which is like another tell of like, you know, y- your your mind leaving you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, old people like get angry and frustrated. and <laughs> they uh, forget why they're angry. Yeah, yeah, I don't even know why they're angry. And so Biden wants his ice cream here. Um, and just listen, listen to this uh, very calm uh, ruler that we have. And, and notice his face. It looks like his face is going like it's sucking in like a filter or something what's this no there's something wrong (laughs) it's loading oh god just come back out we have fewer democracies in the world today than we did 15 years ago fewer (laughs) not more fewer pound on the desk (laughs) cannot be sustained (laughs) go back go back yeah Fewer, not more. Fewer, not more. Fewer. It's it's like Dwight from that scene. Yes. No, I dude, I thought Daily about Water. that immediately when when uh, Jim tells Dwight, he's like, some of the greatest speakers of our time were not storytellers. Mm-hmm. They were not comedians. They 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 pounded their fist on the desk. Yeah. Hell, the motherland. Ha. Yeah. <laughs> greatest scene ever. I just made it rattle on the desk. But either way. Uh, this is obviously a man that is fully in control of his mental state and emotions. Sure. Uh, it looks like he's fixing to declare war for the motherland is, it's what is what it, uh, appears to be. Um, okay. So here's, here's something that I thought was interesting. Okay. We already broke wide open the Mark Zuckerberg bombshell. Okay. And we're going to go back to that in a minute over the election, but, I want you to listen. The Hill put this out. This is this President Biden talking about the election and protecting the sacred right to vote. Listen to this. We need to protect the sacred right to vote. It's under assault, you know, in ways that I haven't seen in my entire career. It's a long. It's one. about who gets to vote. But here's the kicker: and whether that vote counts. Yeah. And whether the system that does both with integrity and independence is available to us. All right. So again, this is exactly what Republicans have been saying since November 3rd, right? Yeah. This is what we've been saying, but this is what the Democrats do. This is all a part of the plan. They take Republican narratives and they start using it and then trying to turn it into their own demented way of doing it. Switcheroo. Uh, so, you know, the same thing with like bringing in big tech and mm-hmm. we need to we need to break up big tech now, the Democrats say. Uh, but not because of what the Republicans want. The Republicans want to break up big tech 
so everyone can speak as freely as possible. The Democrats want to break up big tech so they can control who gets to say what. All right, so here is an article. Jason Miller from Getter published it right here. And it said, Zuckerbucks 101, how a media mogul took over the 2020 election and why the GOP leaders must never let it happen again. Let's see. Uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis reaffirmed his state's commitment to election integrity on Tuesday, especially keeping tech giants and their partisan CEOs uh, from corrupting local elections. Given what we know now about how Mark Zuckerberg and other left-wing actors commandeered election operations in blue hubs of swing states in 2020. Remember, Mark Zuckerberg spent like $419 million to get out people to vote. Yeah, uh, Zuckerberg gifted half a billion dollars to two left wing groups that then gave the money to government election offices. One of these two groups was the Center for Technology and Civic Life. By the September before the election, Zuckerberg and his wife had given $350 million, meaning the small organization's prior revenue of $1.8 million. So think about that for five seconds. Yeah. Before the election, this group averaged per year $1.8 million. This part right here. Exploded it by 20,000%. The cash or Zuckerbucks wasn't an unconditional donation, however. There were strings attached, which amounted to Democrat get-out-the-vote efforts, mass mail-in voting, and ballot curing, Mm. whereby election workers fix mail-in ballot problems after the ballot has been submitted. (sighs) Wrong button. (laughs) No, that was true. Yeah, you know the know the thing. Look, ladies and gentlemen, they stole it. Okay, I'm tired of pretending like they didn't. Right. They stole the freaking thing. All right. And the truth is, there's a lot of Republicans that are complicit in this. There are. For sure. There are elected Republicans that know this. They know all of these things. Why does Facebook now saying after the Facebook whistleblower who has disappeared, by the way? Yeah. Where is that chick at? Um, See, no, never mind. Screw it. Um, Either way. Facebook wants them to, um, they want the Democrats to pass internet regulation and Facebook is going to bend the knee to it. Why? Because if the internet is regulated by Democrats and Facebook being now, we know that Mark Zuckerberg donated so much money to help get Biden elected. Mm-hmm. He's in good graces with the Kings of the internet. So therefore Facebook is the ruler of the internet. That's how it works. Frances Hagen. Still on Twitter. She's still on Twitter. Facebook uh, whistleblower. Has not posted anything. I have accepted. Oh, hold on. Uh, On October 11th, she posted, I have accepted the invitation to brief the Facebook oversight board about what I learned while working there. Facebook has lied on the board repeatedly, and I'm looking forward to sharing the truth with them. This (laughs) chick... This chick was hired by Facebook. She went out there. This is all part of the plan. All right, moving on. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Oh, so this is former Senator Al Franklin. All right, you remember him from uh, Saturday Night Live? Yeah. Um, He got uh, voted in there, and he says something very interesting that Jenna Ellis uh, points out. Listen to what he has to say about um, the uh, voting within the states. Yeah, he's 87 years old. If he can't stand up at 87 and say, look, this is this is jeopardizing our very democracy. It really is. I mean, it really is. And uh, mm. it's an existential threat. That's why, to me, 
the Freedom to Vote Act is actually the thing I'm most worried about. You said on a scale of one to 10, what are you worried about? That's what I'm worried about because the Freedom to Vote Act addresses this very existential threat, which is all these Republican states have passed measures where the state legislature can overturn elections. That That's extremely dangerous. So that's the thing I'm most worried Smart. about. I, I, I am worried about how fast they will get to this uh, package of uh, the build, uh, build Back Better package. All right, but, so he's uh, worried about states, state legislatures. Go back to Jenna Ellis's tweet. Hit back on the tweet button right there. Hit back. Uh, oh, I don't, click yeah. on the original link that I sent you. It's okay. Jenna Ellis's response because we're going to read into this. He's worried about the state legislatures being able to uh, overturn an election. Okay, but why is it not sending you to there? Anyway, uh, Jenna Ellis comes out and she says, but the states already do have that ability to do this, and it's in Article 2, Section 1.2 of the Constitution. There you go. Oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah. So Jenna Ellis, she was the lawyer for Trump during the thing, Uh, uh, and she says this guy hasn't read or is blatantly ignoring Article 2, Section 1.2 of the United States Constitution. Spoiler alert, the founders already gave the state legislatures plenary power translation he's literally saying the constitution is dangerous so i went out and i found section 1.2 of the constitution so i'll read what section 1. article 2 section 1.2 says and then there's been actually multiple multiple like federal supreme court cases as to what this actually means. So <clears throat> in, in section one, clause two, it says each state shall appoint in such manner as the legislature thereof may direct a number of electors equal to the whole number of senators and representatives to which the state may be entitled in the Congress, but no senator or representative or person holding an office of trust or profit under United States shall be appointed an elector. So, What this means is, excuse me, a lot of people don't realize when you vote for a president, you're not really voting for that president. What you're actually voting for is you're voting for your party's electors to then go in and cast their ballot based off of, uh, you know, the 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 uh, what am I looking for? The popularity or the number of votes for that person. Now, throughout the course of history, people have uh, gone in and said, no, we're not going to do this, okay? Uh, uh, Nixon, it happened in Nixon's election, and in fact, it happened a lot in the 2016 election where people were like, no, we're not voting for it, we're voting for our own person. By 1832, though, they came up with this idea that they're going to make people swear an allegiance to their party or whatever. But at the very end, so I want to go finally to the very end, um, and it says on number 17, go down to the very end, I'm pretty sure this is it, the court emphasized that the bare bones text of the Article 2 and the 12th Amendment provide only for appointments and procedures and do not expressly prohibit states from taking away presidential electors' voting discretion. Finally, the court recognized that historical practice supported Washington's law as electors have only rarely exercised discretion in casting their ballots for president and that electors laws, election laws evolved to reinforce this practice. 
So what all this means is after all the federal courts, after all this, all that, it still maintains the fact that the state legislature still has the ability mm-hmm. to take away the election or decertify, right. right? Decertify the election. Now, is it a common practice? Heck no. No, it's not a common practice. But does the state have the ability to do it? Yes. Yeah. Yes, they do. And we're not in common times right now. Either. Yeah, and we're, but, 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 but that's the thing. So you got this guy who's a former senator, by the way, mm-hmm. that's now coming on, and he's basically, they're trying to make you think that this is some radical thing that's going on. Oh, my God. Uh, they want the states to have the ability right. to, to change uh, the outcome of the election, the federal elections. This is criminal. This is an existential threat. It's been that way the whole time. Yep. It's been that way the entire time. Up until 1832, it was a popularity contest. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what it was. It was the popular vote. By 1832, they they, they they really, really, really focused on this. You know, if you voted for Donald Trump in South Carolina, you weren't really voting for Donald Trump. You were voting for the electors then to take your vote and say Donald Trump and bam, right? That's right. the Electoral College, right? That's what that actually is. A lot of people don't even know what the Electoral College is. The Electoral College is the number of people in that state that actually get a vote, mm-hmm. right? They don't have to. It says that that if they betray the oath, they have to pay a civil fine. <laughs> wow. uh, but they also... Don't point out the fact that in 2016, a lot of people said, oh, heck no, we're not putting Trump won the election down there. Mm-hmm. Either way, all this stuff, I just thought it was was interesting, this election thing. So, all right, let's go to Biden. You know, Biden is really concerned about the mass mandates. You know, we've got we, we, we've got all this stuff about mass mandates. People need to wear masks. Here is a video and it has no sound, I don't believe. Uh, so if you're not watching us on rumble.com slash Graham Allen, you're missing out. But here's a video of King Biden uh, going in to have dinner with his wife. Now, you'll notice that all of the servants and the peasants around him mm-hmm. are required to wear masks. So the Secret Service mask, the people uh, at the restaurant, mask. Um, but watch when Jill Biden and Joe Biden come walking across. There's Jill, no mask. There's Biden, no mask. And then there's his servants behind him, all with masks. Mm-hmm. Interesting, right? So, you know, I thought uh, nobody's going to, you know, say anything about this. But the New York Post actually made an article about this. Now, for the first time ever, I have not read this article yet. So we're going to read it in real time right here on the show. So it says maskless Biden violates uh, D.C. indoor mask policy. I want to see what they say. All right now, I'm giving them a fair and transparent. They can either like do real journalism here or they can try to spin it for Biden. So let's see what they do. Let's read this article as we go through here. All right. President Joe Biden and First Lady Jill Biden uh, flouted Washington, D.C. indoor or what is that? D.C.'s indoor mask. Manager. No, no. What is is that flouted? Flouted. Wow. What a 
Do the people realize that they're talking to people that don't know? Okay, anyway. All right, indoor mask <laughs> mandate Saturday night when they were filmed walking maskless through a high-end Italian restaurant with critics quickly blasting the first couple as hypocrites. The Bidens were caught on camera leaving Fiola Mayor in Georgetown with their masked-up Secret Service agents in tow, according to videos posted on social media. Biden could be seen carrying his mask in both hands as he left the pricey seafood establishment overlooking the Potomac River. His wife did not appear to be carrying her mask as she left. Wearing mask inside is mandatory in D.C. after Democratic Mayor Muriel Browser reinstated an indoor mask mandate back in July when the Delta variant started to surge. There he is outside, Mm -hmm. still not wearing the mask. Keep going. I want to see if they spin it. The Bidens also ignored the restaurant's own mask policy, policy, which is in line with the city's mandate and clearly states one must be worn regardless of a person's vaccination status. Keep going. We'll see what this, this says. Value guest. What uh, does it say? No, nothing about the mask. All right. Keep going. Okay. Keep going. Uh, President Joe, that he leaves. He leaves. Keep going. All right. Per CDC guidance and DC executive order, all the individuals over age two are required two. to wear a mask. Establishments that fail to enforce the mask mandate potentially can be fined under Bowser's Bowser in that yeah the, that's her in that the bad guy in Mario in Mario yeah. <laughs> social media users were quick to brand Biden a hypocrite given he's been pushing for Americans to wear the mask keep going let's see, what, let's see what we do here <laughs> every American deserves an answer for Joe Biden hypocrites going to hypocrite okay Biden's violation of DC mass mandate came as Chicago Mayor Lightfoot also busted without a face covering at Chicago's Wintrust Arena Sunday night. Keep yeah. going. God, this is a long article. The mayor tweeted the state of Illinois. That's it. That's all they say. Yep. Not I much. don't know if, yeah, I mean, I guess that's true journalism. You just post what happened right. instead of an opinion article. Uh, well, because yeah. they have no choice at this point. It's already out there in the ether. True. Okay, so basically what this is, this is true tyrannical tyrant behavior. All right? This is rules for thee, not for me. Mm-hmm. And worst of all, and I mean worst of all, uh, he makes the servants around him do it. That's the worst part to me is he makes the people around it. That's the worst part of it all. You got people in front and behind, left and right. They all got masks on except the president and the first lady. They're the only two. Biden is old as crap. Mm -hmm. If he was really concerned about the COVID-19 Delta variant or whatever, do you really think that he'd be walking around in public? (laughs) Like, I'm being serious. Right. Like, And a lot of people are like, well, he's been triple shot. Okay, mm. uh, and that means what? The, the the mandates are still the mandates, right? Yeah. And if they're constitutional law, then shouldn't the president of the United States have to you know abide by those as well? I didn't realize the president was exempt from laws, but they're not laws. And what the president is actually showing you is that these aren't laws. Yeah. Congress didn't vote on any of this crap. None of it. That's why Biden walked in there and said, screw what the mayor says. I'm the president of the United States. Biden needs a will not comply shirt. Yeah, he needs a will not comply shirt. Yeah, I don't care what the mayor of D.C. said. Do you know in the grand scheme of things how low the mayor of D.C. is on the podium to the presidency of the United States? Yeah, they occupy the same area. She, they might as well be the janitor. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, like this is hypocrisy. This is tyrannical hypocrisy at its best. The end. Yeah, Biden he- thinks that you're stupid. Biden thinks 
that you have to do what he says, but he doesn't have to do what he says. That's right. what he thinks. So he's at an Italian restaurant, right? So they come over and they're like, "Yeah, hey, would you like more breadsticks, sir? Fewer! Fewer! fewer not, not more! Fewer! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry. Oh, gosh. All right. All right. Uh, well, we got to get into another sponsor. We're going to go to Birch Gold. All right, everybody, look. Okay, this is serious stuff. Inflation is already running hot right at the highs of the last couple decades, okay? This is the highest inflation has been in decades, and it has to do with Biden's massive spending plan. $3.5 trillion is through the roof. Look, there's a lot of gold companies out there, okay? This is not about making money. I want you guys to hear me when I say this. This is about protecting the money that you already have saved, okay? I don't know what's going to happen with the economy, but it's not good. All right. In fact, we're going to bring these people on later on this month or next month to actually explain to you what inflation actually is and what it does. But you need to protect the money that you already have. Ladies and gentlemen, it's going to get bad. I'm telling you, it's going to get bad, but you need to protect what you have. All right. Little people know about the IRS tax code. You can legally move your IRA or 401k into precious metals. You can also move your savings into this as well. This is not about making money. This is about protecting what you already have. Okay. It's super simple to get started on protecting your savings with gold in a tax sheltered account. Request a free info kit from Birch Gold. That's it. It's a free info kit. Nothing. It doesn't cost anything. It is a free information kit. Every single one of you should do this right now. You need to text the word Graham, G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898. That's it. It is. These people are not pushy. It is not anything. This is about protecting what you have saved, and it is completely free. They send you a 20-page kit completely for free to learn about why you need to protect what you have. That's it. Zero cost, zero obligation to request this info. So why wait? Text it right now. G-R-A-H-A-M to 989898. Again, request this free info kit on gold now and protect what's yours by texting G-R-A-H-A-M to 989898. Okay. All right. And this is really important because we have a lot of things to talk about today, the supply chain, everything like that. So again, go to Birch Gold uh, for free info. All right. So let's talk about Fauci. Fauci, of course, is in the news again because Lord Fauci has decided our fates in regard to the holidays. That's right. Let's listen to what he has to say. And, and Dr. Fauci, lastly, we know the Fauci. best way to keep safe is to be vaccinated. Oh, yeah. But what are your guidelines for the upcoming holidays? Will you be giving out Halloween candy? What do we do Thanksgiving, Christmas, and the other holidays? Well, Martha, I believe strongly that, it, it, particularly in the vaccinated people, if you're vaccinated and your family members are vaccinated, those who are eligible, and that is obviously very young children and not yet eligible, that you can enjoy the holidays. You Ooh. can enjoy Halloween, trick-or-treating, and certainly Thanksgiving with your family and Christmas with your families. So that's one of the reasons <laughs> why we emphasize why it's so important to get vaccinated, not mm. only for your own safety, for that of your family, but also for the good of the community to keep the level of infection Can we stop down. it? When you do that, there's no... 
who the crap asked this moron anything? Yeah. Let me explain something to you. Sith Lord Fauci, you camera driven moron. Zero point zero negative one percent chance that any American gives a crap what you think about the holidays, etc. Nobody believes you anymore. Right. Your credibility is gone. This man is a pathological liar, just starving for attention on any way that he can possibly get it. Screw you. We're going trick-or-treating. I'm getting all the family, even the ones I can't stand on the holidays. I'm Christmasing with the people I'm going to Christmas with, and we're going to be all up in each other's grills, oh, yeah. and there's nothing you can say about it. Right. You perpetual idiot. Okay? Literally, they're coming out there saying that, you know, uh, football and sports stadiums aren't leading to super spreader events, but you hanging out with your family is different. Do these people really think that we're that dumb? And then what's worse is Fauci is now going on right after that. He goes on a tangent saying Fauci says unvaccinated create danger of a fifth COVID-19 wave. Oh, there's a fourth. What was the, I mean, I guess technically Delta was the fourth wave. Uh, the problem is, as we all know, we still have approximately 66 million people who are eligible to be vaccinated who are not vaccinated. The degree to which we continue to come down in that slope will depend on how well we do about how well we do about getting more people vaccinated. Who speaks like that? If we don't, will we do? if we don't do it very well in that regard, there's always the danger that there'll be enough circulating virus that you can have a stalling of the diminishing of the number of cases. Listen to these, listen to these liars. Listen to him trying to take credit for the diminishing cases. Mm -hmm. What about co? What about Texas and Florida and all these places? They didn't do anything. They did nothing, and the cases are going down. But here's the thing: this is never going to end. Google. Uh, super cold. Google super cold. Super cold hit news. News. Hit, hit news. Look at this. Why a super cold is spreading. <laughs> this is real stuff. Okay. The UK is now not reporting a new COVID spike. They're reporting a super cold that is spreading. This is never going to end. Read this. Months of mask wearing and social distancing has triggered a mass outbreak of what sufferers say is the worst cold ever. <laughs> Latest data from the UK Health Security Agency show that calls to the NHS 111 phone service about cases of cold and flu are above usual levels and increasing rapidly. Mm. And the number of people going to the GP, I guess that's what they call the doctor. General uh, practitioner. Uh, seeking help with lower and upper respiratory track infections rose to 3.1 per 100,000 in the week ending. Social media is also full of people complaining of being struck down by a particularly brutal allergy. I guess that's sickness. Allergy. Uh, although many of the reported symptoms are similar to COVID-19, most people complaining of the cold have said they tested negative for the virus. But the pandemic is partially to blame for why people are getting so ill. Ooh, listen to this. For the past 18 months, our immune systems have essentially been coddled as a result of social distancing measures. What if we step? I want to throw my head. I want to throw my headset. What have we said? What have we said from the very beginning? 
all of you people hiding in your houses, in your basements, and wearing your mask, and all this other kind of crap, it is going to do nothing but weaken mm-hmm. your immune system. And now they're reporting a super cold, which is probably the same cold that we've had forever, yep. but your immune systems are shot you're because you're weaker than you've ever been because you've been hiding in your basement. You don't have to go to work. You don't have to talk to people. You wear a mask all day that does nothing. Nothing except weaken you. Are you paying attention yet? Am I the am I the only one? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Ladies and gentlemen, they're calling it a super cold. And they literally admit they are that's the worst part. They're literally admitting it in front of our faces now. Right. Oh, by the way, I know for the past year and a half we've told you that it's super vital for you to survive. That you got to wear a mask, you got to social distance, you can't come outside. Oh, but because you did that, now your immune system is shot. It sucks. And the <laughs> cold is fixing to whoop every single one of y'all's butts. Sorry, not sorry. How, how many times we got to be right? How many, how many times do we have to be right? It's about to be too late for some it makes me. It makes me really, it, it does. It makes me upset. I, I, yeah. A super cold. Why don't they just, mm, I, I don't even, I don't even have light yeah. words at this point. A super cold. Okay. These weak, sorry people. Let me, a super cold. Watch. So, super so, so cold. they're reporting it in the UK. Watch. A couple weeks. It's going to be started reported here. It's getting colder. Mm-hmm. What about super allergies. Yeah. Oh, dude. Everybody's allergies been around. Everybody I'm around, they're sniffling. Everybody. Everybody I'm around sniffling. <laughs> You know, everybody's got something up there they're dealing with. Um, Let's just, I just want to go to a little simple math here really quick. Uh, The White House, this is not a made up tweet. This is uh, put out by the White House um, yesterday. The cost of the Build Back Better agenda is zero dollars. The president's plan won't add to our national deficit and no one making under 400,000 per year will see their taxes go up a single penny. It's fully paid for by ensuring big corporations and the very wealthy pay their fair share. $3.5 trillion equals zero. Yeah. Equals zero. They know who they're dealing with. You know something about the tax code? So anyone making under $400,000. So if you make $400,000.98, you fall into the highest tax bracket. $400,000.98, you pay the same tax bracket as Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos. Mm -hmm. Think about that for five seconds. You really think that Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates and all these people actually don't know how to beat the tax system to where they're going to pay? No, you morons. It's not going to do it. Either A, it's going to increase the national debt like everybody knows it is, or B, it won't metaphorically do it, but then everybody's going to pay higher taxes. Mm -hmm. That's just the way it goes. There is no way. There's no way. There's no way that it equals. I love this common core Democrat math. Yeah. I love it. Where was this math when I was a kid? If you increase the debt 3.5 trillion. If I were to increase my credit card debt by $3.5 trillion, it would cost me $0 to pay it back. Yeah. Because I'm going to force corporations to do it. Yeah. Because I'm going to force other people to pay it for me. Did, 
Do you not hear? <laughs> do you not hear how crazy that sounds? Do you not hear? But to all their followers, you know, the people who, you know, crazy liberals, they see that as good news. They're like, finally, the big corporations are going to pay it for me. The problem is we already have supply issues and they're only going to make it worse by doing this. Before we get in and talk about all that, we got to get into our sponsor. All right. It's almost time to start thinking about the holidays. And the first item on your list needs to be iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm in the comfort, safety, and privacy of your own home. In other words, without old Joe sniffing over your shoulder. With the, with the cost of ammunition through the roof, this gives law-abiding gun owners a better way to train regularly. No more inconvenient trips to the range or expensive practice ammunition. Just download Load iTarget's proprietary app. Load the laser bullet into your firearm and start your training experience. Dry fire training will help develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, side alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, including 223 for your AR, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to iTargetPro.com right now and save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code G-R-A-H-A-M. That's the letter I targetpro.com. iTarget Pro.com offer code Graham. All right. So over the weekend, uh, we had empty shelves, Joe, uh, all these things uh, trending and everything like that. Uh, we have stores in Kroger that are literally putting like fake yeah. things over the shelves to make it look like there's something there, but they're not. Um, Which is really freaky. By and, the way. and then we come to find out that a lot of this well, all of it is due to transportation and supply chain issues, right? Mm -hmm. So you've got all these boats out on the water that are uh, not coming in. And we've talked about this. They're not coming in. I got a mustache hair. Tickling people, your nose. People, people see me like messing. I'm not digging in my nose. I'm messing. There's, I hate that. There's a mustache hair sticking straight up. I apologize. If you're not watching the show, you probably are like, what in the world is he talking about? But everybody watching the show, they're like, well, is he digging a booger out of there? No, I got a mustache hair <laughs> that's jabbing me in the nostril. Anyway, uh, we, struggles real. The big thing that we come to find out, the big bombshell in all of this is the Secretary of Transportation, Pete Buttigieg. Oh, yeah. Buttigieg. Buttigieg. Buttigieg um, has been on paternity leave not maternity leave paternity leave mm. for over two months okay and here's the scariest part okay and this is this is a this is a hit on biden okay one it's ridiculous that you're on paternity leave for two months okay <laughs> two why didn't biden appoint somebody or you appoint somebody in your stead nobody was appointed so literally no one, no one has been doing this at all. No one's been paying attention. But Tucker Carlson, we ought to give credit where credit's due. Okay, inflation is hurting every single American, and this is Tucker Carlson's take on the paternity leave. Come on. All right, here we go. <laughs> Stupid thing. But still, the White House does not seem concerned. Pete Buttigieg has been on leave from his job since August after adopting a child. Paternity leave, they call it, trying to figure out how to breastfeed. No word on how that went. <laughs> but now he's back in office as the transportation secretary, and he's deeply amused, he says, to see that dozens of container ships can't get into this country. 
amused. All right. So first of all, he's only back in office because everybody found out that he was on paternity leave. Mm -hmm. Okay. Paternity leave. All right. But I'm going to get into my thoughts on that in just a moment. But, 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 but let's see, uh, go to the next article. Uh, oh, so this is, this is Pete, Mayor Pete's response to Tucker Carlson's homophobic <laughs> paternity leave comments. Here we go. Future depends on it. This is the first time you've been on the show since you and your husband, Chaston, welcomed twins, Penelope and Joseph, into your family. Uh, you just returned from paternity leave, mm-hmm. which Congress is debating right now. Some conservatives have been citing your experience in an effort to mock the very idea of paternity leave. Take a listen. Pete Buttigieg has been mm. on leave from his job. I didn't know it should again, but let it go. Adopting a child. Paternity leave, they call it, trying to figure out how to breastfeed. No word on how that one. <laughs> What's your response? Yeah. As you might imagine, we're bottle feeding and uh, doing it at <clears throat> all hours of the day and night. Uh, and I'm, I'm not going to apologize to Tucker Carlson or anyone else for taking care of my premature newborn infant twins. The work that we are doing is joyful, fulfilling, wonderful work. It's important work. And it's work that every American ought to be able to do when they welcome a new child into their family. Uh, I campaigned on that. So did the president. The Build Back Better agenda includes provisions for paid family leave. <laughs> By the way, uh, we're pretty much the only country left that doesn't have some kind of national policy for paid leave. I think it's down to us and Papua New Guinea. It is long past time to make it possible for every American. Voter. OK, stop it. All right. Listen here, moron. It goes like this. First of all, uh, you are in a homosexual relationship with another man. Okay. Uh, newborn, pr- premature newborn twins. Okay. Neither one of you had to have emergency C-sections uh, to bring these children out. So none of you are recovering from any type of massive traumatic surgery of any kind. My wife had to have an emergency C-section. and was cut literally from hip to hip. And she was back up and moving within two weeks, doing it and getting the job done. You weak piece of human garbage. Listen to me when I say this to you. I was in the military and I got paternity leave for 10 days max. That was it. Mm -hmm. 10 days. That was it. You could take 10 days. And that was really only if like you had a difficult like delivery or pregnancy. But either way, I digress. You're the secretary of transportation and we have a supply chain apocalypse going on in the country, you selfish, greedy, pompous prick. That's what you are. This man is the epitome of weak men in our society. That's what you are. What's wrong with your husband? Is he incapable of taking care of children while you go to work? Like, you know, literally just even for like three hours a day. That, that there's empty shelves throughout the entire country, you idiot. What is wrong with this person? If you weren't going to be at work for two months, why didn't you put somebody to make some kind of decisions in your place? And the only reason that you're on TV now is because the entire world found out you were on paternity leave for two months. And everybody's going, what in the world is two months paternity leave 
Am I am I being ridiculous here? Mm-hmm. Nobody gives a crap. No one cares. All right, women have been dropping babies and three days later doing it just like they were doing it before because that's the way God intended it to be. They don't give. You think a woman who had a C-section thinks you think they want to hear a single word about how difficult it is for you (laughs) to get up and have to bottle feed a baby in the middle of the night when both you and your husband are completely healthy and neither one of you had to have any type of medical procedure or push a watermelon through your this isn't fun. You think any woman wants to hear your whining and complaining God. like a sissy, just weak, weak beta male that you are? You are a coward, Pete Buttigieg or Buttigieg or Buttigieg or whatever the crap your name is. No one cares. Take your sorry butt back to work. You're the secretary of transportation, for God's sakes. There's nothing. There's a supply shortage everywhere. And you're out, you're bottle feeding. What up? <laughs> if I ever work for the government, I know what job I want. <laughs> I'm telling you, I am going to identify as a gay man. I'm going to in it. I'm going to adopt some babies, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to take the whole year off because yeah. you know that's what's important. And I agree. I have never been against women right. getting maternity leave, paid maternity leave. For I've, sure. I've never been against that at all in any regard. I completely agree. If a woman gives birth to a baby, especially women that uh, have to go through C-sections and things like that, not only do you need, and that, that also I'm pro paternity leave at that point. Mm -hmm. If your wife has to go through something where she has to recover physically from something massive like that, that makes sense to me. I get, I get that. You're married to a dude. Didn't either one of you give birth to them babies. You just literally like they, they handed them to you. Right. <laughs> they handed them to you. Neither one of you needs help recovering from anything. You're both two perfectly able dudes. What are we doing? What's wrong with your husband? He can't take care of nothing? Is he incompetent? I'm not even trying to be mean at this point. I'm just asking an honest question. Are you afraid to leave him alone with the kids? Is he an abuser? What is it? Yeah. What, 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 what can he not do for a couple hours a day while you go do your job as the secretary of transportation, you're not working the cash register at McDonald's. Okay. Right. You are the secretary of transportation. This, this reminds me when Andy went on to the Bahamas in the office yep. and David Wallace was like, where have you been? He's like, I've been working, but from the Bahamas. Listen, you know? listen to this. This man ran for president of the United States. Uh-huh. Can you imagine if he got elected? I'm going to take two months off guys. Because me and my husband, we just got handed two newborn uh, <laughs> preemies. It was rough, and it's been <laughs> it's been real rough, guys. Yeah. Uh, you're on your own. Uh, I'll see you in two months. <laughs> Get the crap out of here. Crazy. Maybe I'm harping on this too much. I don't know, but I <laughs> can't. It's bizarre. I can't do it. Okay, uh, let's see his response on why there is supply issues. This is the most hilarious part out of all of it. Listen to this. A lot of the challenges that we've been experiencing this year will continue into next year, but there are both short-term and long-term steps that we can take to do something about it. Look, uh, part of what's happening isn't just the supply side, it's the demand side. Demand is off the charts. Retail sales are (laughs) through the roof. And if you think about those images of uh, ships, for example, waiting at anchor on the West Coast, 
you know, every one of those ships uh, is full of record amounts of goods wow. that Americans are buying uh, because demand is up, because income is up, uh, because the president <laughs> has successfully guided this economy Whoa. out of the teeth of a terrifying recession. Hey, guys. Wow. Hey, guys. I know you've been waiting on your paycheck, and it, but, but in my right hand over here, I have an unprecedented amount of money that I'm going to pay you eventually. So there's no need to panic. <laughs> what yeah. an idiot. Retail sales are up. I, I don't, I, I, I've been buying stuff for a long time. I don't feel like I'm buying anything more than I've ever bought. Yeah. What, demand is up because there ain't nothing here. <laughs> That's why demand is up. What are you talking about? Demand is not higher for 912 United, the apparel company. It's pretty much the same. The problem is we ain't got no shirts to print anything on. What are you talking about? Right. And they're sitting in on boats yes, off the coast. Because you, the Secretary of Transportation, there's no trucks to come get off the crap off the boats. You have been on paternity leave because it's hard. <laughs> Shut up. And then the worst part is they ask him, when is all this going to end? And uh and then he said, you know, the basic question, is this going to get worse? Listen to this. Well, as soon as my daughter turns three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Moody's warns that these supply chain disruptions, quote, will get worse before they get better, unquote. Do Americans need to prepare ourselves for this to get worse before it gets better? Obviously. Well, certainly a lot of the challenges that we've ex been experiencing this year will continue into next year. Oh, God. Moody's. <laughs> yep, folks, it's going to it's gonna get worse <laughs> because uh, I've been on leave for two months with my husband. It's going to take me a couple months to get <laughs> back caught you up. Know, to, to be blunt, if we back it up two months, he was only in office for about five months, five and a half months. Yeah. That man don't even know who to call <laughs> to fix what's going on. <laughs> Golly. He probably had a baby because he was so bored All right, but, sitting but, there. But here's here's the thing. All right, and click on this article. What's really behind all of these issues? Is it simply because the Secretary of Transportation has been gone for two months? No, not really, because he's an idiot and he wouldn't be able to do anything anyway. Here's the truth, okay? Workers aren't coming back, COVID or not. And here's some theories as to why they won't be coming back and where they went. Uh, last month, 4.3 million Americans quit. Okay? Uh, that's because of unconstitutional vaccine mandates. Uh, and more are going to quit, by the way. More people are going to quit. So you've got a worker shortage uh, because the people that are willing to go to work, you're forcing them out because they don't want their freedoms taken away. But here's the biggest thing. Now, click, click on this. Zoom in just a little bit so I can read this here. Here's the problem. Turns out, what's wrong with the with the America's labor market? Americans are quitting their jobs at a record pace. We just talked about that. Uh, left the workforce during the pandemic have yet to return. Many economists say COVID is the culprit, but there may be more going on than meets the eye. To attribute slow hiring mainly to the pandemic presumes the labor shortage is temporary. But travel trends examined by Barron suggest the acute lack of workers owes to more than COVID infection rates, a revelation that raises questions about why workers are staying home and whether they'll come back to the traditional labor market. Policymakers, economists, and frustrated employers were all but sure the labor shortage would cease in, in September. 
Millions making more through weekly unemployment insurance than in minimum wage jobs would have to return to work when the extra $300 a week expired, just as parents struggling with child care challenges would send their children back to school and themselves re-enter the workforce. The logic said a mass return to work would let companies staff up, then supply chains would thaw and inflation would cool. Mm. Guess what? It didn't. And you want know why? Because people are like, wait a minute, okay, so they took nine hundred bucks, or excuse me, twelve hundred bucks a month from us, but we're still making, we're still making sixty grand a year, and all we gotta do is sit here. I'll take that. Sign me up. Why not? <laughs> Why not? And here's the other thing. So you got people who aren't coming to work. They're not coming to work. And and even as a logical American, I have to say, why would they? Yeah. Why would you go back to working at Kroger? When you're making, even even if you're making 80% of what you made. I'm not going to lie. It's kind of tough. <laughs> yeah. Even if you're making, even if you're making, you better not be I'm upset about total work. <laughs> anyway, even if you're making 20, 30% less, but you literally have to do nothing. nothing. Who, who wouldn't do that? If you told me, you know. I'm not going to tell you guys how much money I make a year, but if you told me, Graham, you know, you're going to take about 30% hit, but you don't have to do anything. <laughs> that'd, be, right. that'd be really tough not to take that one. Or Graham, you only have to do one thing instead of 18 million things like I normally do. That's why people aren't going back to work. And here's the real worst part, the real kicker of it all, is the people who are willing to still go to work. You're punishing them mm -hmm. and you're forcing them to quit 4.3 million last month. I can't wait to see what it is this month. I can't wait. I'm super, super excited yeah. to see what happens. Uh, this will also lead into like AI and automation and the minimum wage debate. Cause all these restaurants are like, all right, fine. You don't want to work. We'll just build the machines that we were planning on building in the first place. We'll also look at it like this with Uber and everything like that. Super, certain companies are just blooming because of this think about this if you're mcdonald's for example why would you hire a bunch of people to work the registers and to go orders and stuff like that when all you got to do is freaking Kiosk. uber eat it oh, yeah, yeah. and then one person goes and just tells the kitchen what to make so all you got to staff is kitchen workers now mm -hmm. why would anybody not do that same thing you've got instacart all this other stuff why do they need so many workers when people are just staying home and they're sending one representative to go do this and get that. And a lot of times they order it ahead of time and they have the bag sitting there ready to go. Mm -hmm. People don't realize what they're doing, but we're going to end with this. This is the last thing I want to show you. This is the true cost of what is actually happening. So not only do you have people that are not going back to work because they're just lazy pieces of garbage that refuse to um, contribute to society. But the people who are willing to go to work, those who are the best of us, are men and women in blue. You're kicking them out because they refuse to get jabbed with a vaccine that they do not want. This video you're about to listen to or watch if you're on Rumble.com is a 22-year Washington State Trooper, I believe. Either way, 22 years of service. Listen, this is his, uh, his, his last call in his, in his patrol vehicle. Here we go. 
This is my final sign off. Um, after 22 years of serving the citizens of the state of Washington, um, being asked to leave because I am dirty. Um, numerous fatalities, um, injuries. I've worked sick. I've played sick. Um, we buried lots of friends over these years. I'd like to thank you guys. I'd like to thank the um, citizens of Yakima County, as well as my fellow officers within the Valley. Without you guys, I wouldn't have been very successful and you've kept me safe and got me home to my family every night. Um, thank you for that. Um, wish I could say more, but um, this is it. So state 1034, this is the last time you'll hear me in a state patrol car. And Jay Ansley can kiss my ass. Is that what you want, America? Is that where we are? Is this really the America that you want? Is that what you want to happen for the people that are actually willing to go to work? <laughs> so crazy. We got a secretary of transportation who won't go to work. <laughs> we got people, millions of Americans. There's a labor shortage because they won't go to work because they're making more money staying home. By not wearing a mask. Or making enough money staying home that it's not worth the hassle to go to work. Uh, and then the people that are willing to go to work, you're punishing them for not bending the knee to King Biden's rule. You want to talk about a path that is set for straight destruction. Mm -hmm. There's no win there. There is no winnable outcome with those three prongs that are literally leading us to total despair in America. Is this what you want? This is what we have to stand up to. This is what we have to fight against. This is why 2022 is so important because they're destroying us literally from the inside out. That's all we got for this episode today. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to share this episode, tell a friend about it, and leave us a five-star review. It helps us in the rankings. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode, and we'll see you again next time. See ya.